Welcome to this episode of Tools, Talents, and Techniques. We are joined today by Christina Gent, CEO and Managing Partner of Six Degrees Networking. Christina has established herself as a prominent figure in the networking industry and has been instrumental in the success of her company. In this conversation, we'll get to know Christina and learn about her journey to becoming a CEO. And we'll discuss all the challenges that she's faced as a leader in the industry and strategies that she's employed to overcome them. And we'll explore all the unique aspects of her company and the role that it plays in helping businesses build meaningful relationships. So this episode is not going to be just about business. We'll dive into some of the personal aspects and uh, her views on the work-life balance and the importance of staying connected to what matters most. So Christina, welcome. Thank you so much, Dustin, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So off the top, I I'd love for you to just Tell me more about yourself and who you are and your business. Yeah, absolutely. So a little bit more about me. I'm originally from Kansas and I have moved around quite a bit in my life, but Kansas is definitely home. And so through those experiences of moving to lots of different cities, I've just been always meeting new people and um, just really getting to know different cultures, even, even within the United States, which has been really cool. Um, I graduated with a theater degree, so that's another huge component of where I get most of my people skills and just being able to be an active listener and adapting to situations much like you would in an improv class. And so from there, I traveled up to Chicago and was there for about four and a half years. And that's where I met my husband, who is also my managing partner at Six Degrees. And we decided we were kind of just done with the cold weather and what better place to land than sunny San Diego. And so we made the trek over here actually during COVID, which was definitely interesting, but um, just the right move for us at the time. And then stumbled into basically beating the owners of Six Degrees. And that's where my path started with the company. So before we... we I think that's good that you brought up, you know, your, your origin story, if you will. Uh, when you were majoring in college, what, what did you imagine your career would be? Well, I think like most people in theater or any kind of art uh, related industry, uh, you, the hope is to do something really amazing and cool with that of being on film, being on TV, um, or being on, on Broadway. Um, Broadway was definitely not my forte or my kind of interest at the time. I was leaning more towards being on TV. And um, when I moved to Chicago, just very quickly discovering how difficult it was, even, even though we were definitely taught what that would probably look like if we tried to go into that in industry professionally. But experiencing it firsthand, I, I quickly learned that maybe that wasn't the right path for me just because it took some of the passion away when it was more of a reliant for my like my means right so having that be such a weighted part kind of deterred me from wanting to explore that further so i 
decided to put that on hold and discover what else I could do with the talents that I acquired over just my course of college, but even prior to that. You mentioned growing up and moving around to different places. Can you elaborate on maybe not even the feeling of that and what you had to do, but again, you re you referred to having to meet new people, having to, I guess, reinvent yourself, if you will. Do you think that led to any uh, lessons to go forward and overcoming obstacles? Oh, absolutely. Having to constantly adapt to new environments, new cities, new schools, new people. I think most people can understand even visiting different cities across the United States that the people can be very different in each environment. And so that need to adapt and that need to figure out, okay, what is, what is this new city like? What are the people like? What do, what parts of myself need to come out in order to get along with what's going on here? And it's not necessarily changing who you are as an individual, but more just discovering new parts of who I, who I am and who I can be, which is really amazing just to continuously see that just throughout growing up. And, and even now as an adult, I, I still moved around quite a bit and was still meeting a lot of new people. So I think that's just a really big part of who I am as a person and, and kind of what goes into what I do now. Yeah, that, that's one of the things that I've found in, in having conversations with you is that that power of connection and being able to to find commonalities and find ways to, to connect with people and places. And could you elaborate or go a little bit deeper into why that's so important to you in your career or what, what you found is the most important piece? Yeah, absolutely. So I think some people have a difficult time connecting with new individuals. It's not something that comes easily or naturally to a lot of individuals out there. And so for me, having a little bit more of an ease with that, I think the opportunity to help make that more of a comfortable experience is really important to me and, and to um, my managing partner, just to allow for people to get out of their shell enough, but giving them a little bit extra oomph, a little bit extra, um, like not necessarily like a handholding, but just more comfortability in that process. I think for, for even sometimes for myself, who I, who I do think I can connect with people very naturally, I do find myself in environments where I'm not as comfortable. And so I think it's just really important to allow for people to naturally get into a rhythm. And so just assisting with that in any way that we can and making it a little bit more of an inviting environment has shown just tremendous traction with our community and just the positivity that's come around it. In moving to different cities, different areas, did you feel that that was missing there? Was that something that you struggled with at that time or felt like there was something missing? I don't know if anything was necessarily missing, but it definitely was. It was a struggle. It was a struggle to walk into a new school and grade school and middle school and 
there's so many changes happening just naturally in a person's life. And so having to make, having to make those adaptations and, and really figure, figure out what's the right path. Who's the right friend group. I'm brand new here who to trust right away. Trust gets broken, things like that. That's just naturally having to figure out and having to start over every time. But I think that just brought a lot of resiliency. And so when things get difficult, I have that resiliency that I can lean on. And so that's what really, I think I can attest to just like becoming the person I am today, which is really incredible now to look back on that. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And and you bring all of those tools with you and going forward. And so that, that leads to six degrees. Um, so I, I really want to, want to talk about this. So when, when did you first become aware of six degrees as an organization? So we moved to San Diego a little over two years ago. And when we moved here, I was actually unemployed. In Chicago, I was in hospitality. I was bartending, I was serving. And so when COVID happened, all that got shut down. And I really took that time off to reevaluate. What do I really want to do with my life? Is it hospitality? I don't think so. I think that there's something out there that's way more fulfilling that I can still utilize what I learned in, in that industry too. It's still definitely very people heavy of, of the relationship side. And what can I, what can I find that is actually going to bring me joy? And so I was actually doing some business development work for someone else, um, an EOS implementer. And through that, I met the owners of six degrees at the time and they really liked my approach. Um, they were excited about just my energy at the time that I was speaking with them and thought, why don't you come check out this community, see what it's all about, see if you like it. And so I did, and I immediately fell in love with the people. The people in this community were already so genuine, like genuinely giving themselves to each other to build each other's businesses, to build each other up as humans. They were friends. I could just see it and I could feel it. So that's what I really loved about the community just right off the bat. And so when the job opportunity came for me to be involved, I said, absolutely. This is, this is what I'm really meant to be doing, connecting with people and um, just learning about all of these different in industries that I really didn't know too much about. So I, I got to learn just a ton in the first, I mean, first few months were just a crash course. And then from there, just continuously like learning to try and put puzzle pieces together. So that's what really brought me into to the community itself. That's the being able to lean in towards your, your joy, the things that bring you joy, I think is so important. Um, and, and not all, sometimes people say, just find what you like to do and just, just do it. Or, you know, no one has the the secret recipe there, but it's apparent from the way you carry yourself and the way you feel about the community and, and the group that, that you lead, that there's something special there. And even the name of this, of, of the show, the tools, talents, and techniques, like I see them. That, that's why I was so excited to have you on the show because all the tools that, that you've developed over the years in your life um, and the talents that, that you bring to the group. And then now you're using techniques of how you were able to connect things and connect the dots and connect people in your life. I feel like they're all coming 
together for you with this role? Absolutely. I think it's been such an adventure seeing how everything that I've learned in my past has been showing up now. I didn't know what it was like owning a business before this. I hadn't even dabbled into thinking about being an entrepreneur. That wasn't something that was on my radar. But when it happened, it felt so natural. It felt like this is where I was supposed to be just through my previous experiences, what I have to offer and how, how myself and, and, and also my husband, my managing partner can, can bring people together in such unique and fun ways that create moments and experiences to build relationships. So absolutely. It's been, it's been such an amazing journey so far. Was there anything that really surprised you about being a business owner that you were like, oh, wow, didn't realize that was behind there or, oh, I have to do that too? <laughs> um, I think the roller coaster is the surprising part, just the highs and lows and, and the the way it can be so high and then so low and just back and forth. And it happens just so it can happen in, in one day, it can happen in 30 minutes and it's, it's just a constant. And so that was surprising. I didn't realize it was going to be like that much of a roller coaster, but it's also been fun. It's, it's been fun to experience that and then to look back and really see, Oh, wow. Look how far we've come on this ride. That's amazing. Yeah, you know, I, I'd agree with that 100%. And uh, to that point, when you're on this roller coaster with people that you, that quick handedly, that you love and you respect, um, you know, your, 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 your magic partners, your husband, um, you know, the people that you enjoy their company with, you know, it, this is life and there's going to be ups and downs. But when you're doing it with people that you enjoy spending that time with, I mean, there's nothing more fulfilling in my mind. Oh, absolutely. It's been the most fulfilling because we get to see the roller coaster that all of these members are also on. And so we ride it with them too. And it's, and it's just as fun. And, and especially being able to just celebrate, being able to celebrate with our members when they reach milestones, when they close a huge client, just all of those things that, that really show that what we're doing here is so powerful. And that is the most fulfilling part of this whole process is being able to see all of these people's wins. When you are with your, your, uh, your, your members and you're trying to uh, expedite those, those connections, or at least make those connections in, in the most efficient way possible. Is there, is there anything specific that you look for? Is, I mean, is there anything that you have drawn out or is it just an innate feeling? Like, tell me your process on making those connections. I think it's a mix of both. There's definitely something about, the feeling I get of these personalities would go hand in hand. These people, I can just feel the bond that they're going to, they're going to walk away with. But I also, look, I look at the important things of, okay, these are the industries that these individuals are in. This could make a really amazing partnership. This person specifically is looking for X, Y, and Z. I know that person exactly. I know how to connect them. So it's really a mix. And I, and I love bringing in the personalized things too, right? If I know that two people are both from Philly, right? I'm going to connect them because they have something to bond over. That's, that's something that I want to do. So I take in a lot of different little nuggets and try and weave them all together whenever making that kind of connection. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I love that you threw out the Philly there. So go birds. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, I don't I don't forget. I'm gonna go Kansas City, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boo boo. Um, <laughs> yeah, but so but that's exactly it. Like we're we're there's there's so many things that make people tick, and what and what what things people enjoy doing, and what really you know brings them out of their shell. And when you find those things, you see the real person. At least in my from my perspective. Once you see the real person um, and who they are, it, it it shines, and it's it's easier to help people shine when they are when you can find that in them and they can express that. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think that's part of the reason why we try and do do our events differently, do our our different kinds of connecting differently, is to find those different unique things about people. Part of the reason why we try and incorporate live local art as much as we can at our events is because that is something that's going to evoke emotion. It's going to create conversation that most people aren't typically having at this kind of event. Most people walk up and it's, hi, my name is so-and-so, this is what I do, or what do you do, right? It's the same kind of conversations. But if we can have a conversation about a work of art, that's different. That's something that's memorable. And so through those kinds of experiences is where we really get to know one another. Are, are there any events that, that you've had that really stand out that you use, for example? Yeah. I th well, I think a lot of our networking events that people typically consider like a happy hour, those ones really stand out to me because like I said, we, we in include live local art as much as we can. Um, one of those events we actually did at Mike Drop Comedy. And it's this really, really amazing comedy place that um, the whole the whole actually indoors is Alice in Wonderland theme. So even walking through it is like an art exhibit. It's so wow. cool. Spray paint on the walls, like every all the installations. It's already such an, a unique space and environment. Um, we had a jam-packed place. It was so cool. And then even just being able to share for everyone who was there a free comedy show. And that's something that's unique. It's different. It's an experience. We're laughing together. We're, you know, laughing at these jokes or remembering these jokes. This one hits me different. It hits you different. And all of that is what pe people can walk away from that and talk about it. And like, oh, yeah, remember the comedy show we went to? That's different. And we want to be able to have those kinds of shared experiences. Yeah, the forging those bonds, and you you can forge them through through laughter, through through pain, through joy. Uh, yeah. But you're you're creating a space, or, or you have a space that you're helping forge those bonds that help people personally and professionally. Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely the point. Um, and yeah. Do do you uh, is there is there from the improv? Um, you know, in theater and all of those things, do you purposely try to expose some of your members to that, that type of the industry? Cause you see the value in there. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but is that, is that something that you <laughs> intentionally did? You know, it wasn't something that was at the front of my mind, but I think just subconsciously, I think just art in general is such an important part hmm. of the human experience. So not per se, the theatrical part of it, but even having someone at our events who's painting or creating sketches of people and then giving them to them before they leave, which is just just so different. But I think art is just one of the most major ways that people connect over. And and again, it's it's an emotional thing, but that's the same thing that, that goes with sports, that goes with travel. It 
it goes with sharing food with one another, right? Like there's like a core pillars of things that people really bond over. And so that's where we really started to bring that in. For me, it's just an added bonus that when we do get to do something that's on the artistic side that I was a part of, that's just really fun for me. I, I love that. So as far as like art is concerned, and one of the things that, that I always think of, life is your canvas, right? How you live your life, the way you, mm -hmm. you show up in the world is is art in itself. And one of the things, like it's it's a form, and, and there's all different kinds of forms of expression and whether people do it through music, like you mentioned sport, um, painting, all of all of those things. I think it's so important to have that outlet in a way. And is there anything else that you do in your life that you have your creative outlet? I think for me, it's really, it's really just the, the theater side, but then sports is huge. Sports is a, such a big thing that I, um, I love watching live sports. I love, I follow, I'm a big sports follower. Um, so that's just a big part of, I mean, when it's football season, you know where to find me on, on Sundays. Like that's, that's a well-known thing, even just even with like our community, everyone knows. Um, so that's, that's probably the second biggest. And then I, I think the third is, is music. Live music is, it's life. It brings me life. We, I love going to any kind of venue and, uh, my favorite are really the more intimate ones, but just experiencing the beats and the rhythms and the people and the, the energy of the room is palpable. And that really gives me life. Yeah, no, I, I agree a hundred percent on that. Um, did you play sports or play any instruments growing up? Honestly, with being on the move as much as we were, it was hard to get something and, and be consistent with it. So that was a really challenging thing until, until I moved to back to Kansas. When I moved back to Kansas in middle school, we, st we stayed there through all of high school. So I, I tried to get into sports and um, I felt very behind compared to pretty much anyone else who was on a team or anything because of their level of, they've been playing for, for, you know, 10 years or whatever it was. And um, so it, it wasn't until I got to high school that I did join the dance team and that I was a part of for four years. So another artistic expression that um, was, yeah. it was great. So that was my form of being on, some people call it a sport, some people don't, I do, but um, it was my form of art and sport mixed together. Yeah, that's fair. And it's, it's an outlet. It's a physical outlet. It's, it's expressive. It's, it's emotive. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd put that in there. I, I'd, I'd yeah, that <laughs> it's hard. Some people, because it's judged rather than competing against another person. So it's a, it's a debate that a lot of people like to have. <laughs> yeah. Well, but also I would say that it's, I've seen people, especially with pickleball recently, I've seen people that have never played a sport in their life, pick up pickleball and sure. they are obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I tried a couple of times. I'm, I am not obsessed yet, but I'll, I'll try it again. But yeah, it's just not, pickleball is not my thing. Yeah, it was, that was a phenomenon that we've discovered here. Everyone was talking about pickleball and I'm like, what is this sport <laughs> that people keep talking yeah. about? <laughs> but it's huge here. Yeah, it's absolutely huge. It's growing and growing. Um, so as far as your experience in being in San Diego so far, okay, so you, I know we're kind of going back and forth, but I, I wanted to put a pin in this to, to come back. So you moved to San Diego during a pandemic and with a, and started working with a, a networking group. 
So as this is rattling around in my head <laughs> and like, I'm thinking about the challenges and we kind of, you talk about it and you've done great, you've done great things and you're doing great things, but could you dive a little more in like any of the challenges that, that you faced in, in that, in that frame? Yeah, definitely moving here during a pandemic was a wild experience. Everything was still somewhat shut down. And so getting to know people was, was a challenge. That was, that was first and foremost. Um, but we were still six degrees was still operating on a, on a mostly virtual platform at that point. So that was very, very challenging to get to know someone on that personal level when it's a group of 10, 12, 15 people on a screen and not really having that time to one-on-one -on -one conversations. It, that was that was a really big challenge. So coming out of the pandemic, and that's about when it was our turn, when we took on the company, we saw the opportunity of human connection. We saw this isn't something that people just want. It's something that people need. We need, we're social animals. And so we we needed to get people back to being in person at, at events and at, you know, even our groups that meet on a monthly basis. Um, we've we've shifted almost every single one of those groups to be in person. So um, that was that was the challenge for us right away was, some people wanted it right away. Some people really wanted to be in person as soon as possible. And of course, there's people who were still scared of COVID and, and the repercussions of that. So we wanted to be very just careful with how we manage that. So certain groups were a little bit faster into getting in person than others. And so just kind of going through what's best for each individual group and what what the members need, that was probably the the biggest thing just right off the bat when we took over. And so you mentioned the different groups. Can you elaborate on where these different groups are and how they operate? Absolutely. So we have groups right now from Carlsbad and San Marcos all the way to downtown. So we call these growth groups. We do that because it's about growing your business, growing your network, growing your knowledge. This isn't something that we want people to come in with the mindset of referrals only. This isn't transactional. We want this to be all-encompassing growth for business professionals to become better leaders in in the society, in the community, in their families, in their business. So we call them growth groups. We have a, a unique kind of platform, I think, that we've developed that's worked really, really well um, just to provide more leadership opportunities for, for everyone who's involved. So we've been really excited about that. And um, they meet once a month for an hour and a half and really just get to deepen relationships and understand each other's whys and hows more than just the what's behind what we all do. That's really the goal. How do we get to know each other in the room enough that I can trust my top client with every single person in here? That's what we're building. That's fantastic. And, and do, do you feel like right now in your stage, you're focusing on building those groups and focusing on what works and or is there is there plans for for growing this group outside of the the current areas so we definitely are we dialed back to really focus on san diego that was what we thought was the best move for us and and for the community so that we can really make san diego strong so we have some really high growth goals for this year and once we really hit a 
a nice number that we think is is a great network for this community in San Diego, we do want to expand to other cities. When we took over, we actually were in a couple of other cities. And because of the way that they just were when we acquired the business and for us being in San Diego and not having anyone physically there in those cities, it was a huge challenge to grow those. So so we decided, let's figure out what works here and how we can really quote unquote perfect it. Nothing's ever perfect, but make it to where it's working and it's it's functioning. It's a well-oiled machine. And and then we can actually launch in a new city, do it a, a more, I guess, productive way for us and what we've built now and and then see what, how it goes. And that's definitely the goal. Let's keep growing. Let's let's keep kind of just expanding and sharing this different way of networking with other cities and other communities. I think I think that's wise move and, and focusing on on what's at hand, you know, focusing on on taking care of, of the members and their personal development, their growth, their business growth, because once you keep that in mind and you're focusing on on, you know, like we said before, what's important, then then you got something then there's 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 real value there. And then you can start to, to share that and move that in other places. Oh, absolutely. I think that's, and it's, it's really, it's already showing up here in San Diego. People have noticed that the the time and energy and effort has really shifted to 100%. Like this is where we are and this is what we want to, again, like just try and figure out like what's working here before we try and bring it to other locations. So in your, in your seeing all these different businesses, and maybe you can talk a little bit about the types of businesses that are in this networking group. Is, can you share some more details there? So we really focus on people who are in professional services and have very synergistic clients, right? So your attorneys, your CPAs, financial advisors, anyone in real estate, um, payroll, HR, insurance, right? So all of these kinds of industries that do fit together like a puzzle and have a lot of the same clients and and do business together quite often. So that's really what we're focused on. And it's been working really well. I think just the partnerships that have naturally developed between all of those kinds of industries that fit. Is And is there something that you see in, in the synergy of these that because again, I know there are other networking groups out there, but do you is is there anything that you can really point your your finger to of like, oh, these ones really work well together? Is it the people? Is it the companies? I think it just has more to do with the just like the natural partnerships that happen. So, for example, when someone goes to buy a house, right? They need a realtor, they need a lender, they need an insurance broker, right? So just figuring out what those kind of pockets are of industries that all align and have and have those same kind of clients. So that's that's what we've found to be really successful and that's kind of like what we've just naturally seen um or there's been a lot of conversations I feel like I have had with someone who's in payroll for example and then they express these are the kinds of people that are great partners for me. Great, let's bring those on board. Let's let's make sure that we have people in the room that are going to be great partners for you as well. That's fantastic. You know, the, the fact that you are looking, that you look at the, and I, I mentioned this before, but that you, you're really intentional uh, about who you're bringing together and, and their personalities and their why um, is, is really important. 
So I commend you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So I know we, we covered a lot here. We talked about some of your personal life, talked about the professional stuff. Is there anything that you want to make sure that, that you get across before we jump off? I think the biggest thing for us that I feel sets us apart is we are a very purpose and values driven community. It's something that we spent a lot of time developing and it's not, it's not something that just lives on the wall in an office, right? It's, it's actually what we come to when we have anything, anything challenging, anything where we need, okay, well, what's, what do we do in this situation? There's maybe some confusion. It's always resort back to purpose and values. So our purpose at six degrees is we enrich lives. We propel each other into our highest potential. Our connections transform dreams into reality. So that, that's our purpose at six degrees. That's, that's really the, the why of, you know, what are we doing here? And, and then our values, which we have a list of those, um, kind of on our website in different locations, but those are, those are what really guides us through all of that. And so I think that a lot of people can talk about purpose and values, but it's actually practicing them that, that makes a difference. Yeah. Living, living them. So otherwise they're, they're just, they're just words. Exactly. So that's so cool. And to have that as your, as your North star and, you know, have that to go back to when you're making decisions, when your things may be a little, you know, you're not sure what to do to have that to go to, I think is so important. I think everybody needs that, you know, personally and professionally. And when your company aligns with those things, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing better. Yeah, absolutely. So I will, I will include your contact information, uh, in the, and, and more about six degrees networking in the show notes, but is there anything else that you want to share how to contact you and how to, how to best get in, get in, uh, get in contact with six degrees networking? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, if you're sharing my contact info, that's great. Um, our website, it really shows, showcases a lot of who we are and um, I'm always available through email. But honestly, I think even just coming to check out one of our events, I think that's a really great way to just an introduction to who we are and an experience that's a little bit different. So um, we have an event coming up on the 24th. I don't know if this will be like in anyone's ears by then, but if, if not, we have one every single month, we have a mixer and we move them around different parts of San Diego just to accommodate for the members that we have all over the community. Um, so that's, that's the best intro I think to just who we are. Okay. Well, fantastic. That was a good job of putting a deadline on me and getting this out in time. So. <laughs> Better get so it that, out. <laughs> so that's May. So that's May 24th. I got it. May 24th. It. Yep. All right. Well, hey, Christina, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time, and and I really uh, appreciate what you're what you're doing and how you do because all of this is just bringing people together and uh, and helping people thrive. No, I appreciate this so much. Thank you so much for having me, Dustin. Okay. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Tools, Talents, and Techniques podcast. We hope you found the conversation insightful and engaging. And if you enjoyed this episode, we invite you to like, subscribe, and share the podcast with your network. By subscribing, you'll never miss an episode as we continue to bring you inspiring discussions with industry leaders and pioneers. Stay connected to the latest insights, trends, and strategies across various fields from business and entrepreneurship 
to technology and innovation. Your support is vital in helping us reach more listeners and expand our community. So don't forget to leave a review and share your feedback. We appreciate your input and are committed to delivering valuable content that empowers and inspires. To stay updated on future episodes, be sure to follow us on either LinkedIn or our website, suttonrea.com. You can also find us on most podcast platforms like Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon. Thank you for being part of the Tools, Talents, and Techniques community. We look forward to bringing you more engaging conversations and valuable insights in the future. Until then, keep exploring, learning, and applying these tools, talents, and techniques to achieve your own success.